Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you very clear. Can you hear me? Yes. How are you doing today? Good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, we were talking uh, the other day. Yeah, you know you get so busy, you just lose days. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 man, it just... Shoot, I, I, how your week been? Has it been busy, relaxing? It's been very busy, but very slow. Mm. So what did you do this week? What you had good going on? Um, I've been trying to book for Exotica Miami. Okay, okay. And how did so, it be going? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Because I, I decided to go a day early, so I have some extra mm. time there now. <laughs> uh, now, it's, it's, it's a lot of my listeners, because we don't have to talk. I talk about my experience from Exotica. A lot of the con- a lot of people go there to shoot content. Yeah. Um, explain the process, the routine of getting ready for Exotica, booking shoots, and do you ever have situations where people have flaked on you or you missed out on shoots? You didn't get all the shoots you need to get done. Oh, for sure. So, um, let's see getting ready for it can be a big deal it takes weeks sometimes months to do everything we need to do so i um you know i have to go shopping so i find you know a bunch of cute outfits that i can wear to the expo and for my shoots and for the after parties it's a lot of shopping Mm. um when you're dealing with other models you want or other talent, not just models, but when you're dealing with Mm -hmm. talent, you want to kind of overbook yourself just because there will be the one or two that falls through. And sometimes I'm the one that falls through (laughs) because I've overbooked myself, but you kind of have to. Yeah. So, because it was like, even with my experience, I had like seven booked by the time I got there, I only did two. (laughs) Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the last Chicago, go ahead. In Chicago Exotica, I had about six books, and I ended up not, only not doing one of them. So I did five. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one I ended up not doing was on the very last day, and we were all completely exhausted. I thought I could do everything. I got. I thought I could do the expo and, and the shooting and go to the after parties. And I really thought I could do it all, but you know, I'm not 20 anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes I hear the assumption that they can find shoots at this instead of pre-booking. And I tell people lose that assumption. Can you please elaborate? They say what? They can't find pre-booking? No, no, no. No, that uh, some people I didn't heard, and I and and, and uh, speak to this, think that okay. they can go to the side book a bunch of shoots. Oh, and no I tried to explain to them no, and, and I want you to elaborate on that and why. Um, yeah, no, that's next to impossible. Just because we've all already pre-booked, we know what time all of our shoots are. We have. We have everything scheduled to the last second. So everything, all of our shoots are booked. We have a certain number of hours we're going to be at the expo. We have a certain number of, 
you know, after parties that we have to attend and we have to show up to. Um, so there's, there's, once I get there personally, I know my schedule from start to finish (laughs) from the time my, my plane lands until the time I have to leave for the airport. It's completely booked. See, yeah. And two, the other thing, people think that they can come there and just get paid gigs, just being around. And, and once again, that's another misconception that is lost. I mean, a misconception people have. Yeah, no, you have to pre-book paid gigs as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I mean, there there what... is there, there are some people who can get away with that, but it's not going to be every expo, and it's not going to be easy. <laughs> That's for oh, sure. No, most definitely. So let me do these particulars, Miss Lady, and uh, we can get this thing cracking even more. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app onto your phone or go to anchor.fm, set up a profile, record a podcast. You can monetize it the same day and do all this for free and get the stuff distributed. So go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app and start podcasting like myself. Speaking about myself, I am your host, Captain Oliver Silver Champ, a.k.a. the porn rap star. Y'all know what it is. You can find my porn links, my music links, and my social media links with one link. Allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Go there to find the world of the porn rap star in one spot. We are sponsored by, loved, tolerated, pushed by the Facebook of the LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com for anybody that's trying to find their way into the world and the journey and the adventure of LS, we got you covered at lsworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile, mingle with kink-minded people like yourself, find events that you might could attend to start your journey into the lifestyle today. And we're also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts, giving you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, you can get some shopping done. With your choice from over multiple products with over 500 black retailers that's right so go to shop gwdistrict.com buy black support black businesses build a black economy so we create generational wealth so i'm gonna let my smoke buddy legendary smoke buddy i may add again introduce herself hello i am danica denali i have been in the industry over 10 years i do professional porn and i do my own content trades for my own site yes and you'll be able to hear her interview on patreon right now so just go over to patreon become a sto pothead three different tiers where actually it starts at the ten dollar tier and the 25 dollar tier the other tier you you ain't gonna get to hear anything but just a podcast but you get to hear her full interview in the whole nine and you get to hear her where she started from and, you know, everything you need to know about her. The legend, Dana, you feel me? <laughs> so so now back to the Zaga thing. Um, how hectic, because be it that you're on a schedule, of course, the shoots, you can't really take your time with it as much. Please explain to everybody the difference when you're doing shoots at Exotica versus shoots on your own or with companies and 
is separate from Exotica? Like, it's not Exotica Weekend or anything. Um, so doing professional shoots, um, when it's not an expo is, it's, it's an all day thing. So, um, depending on the company, I will need to be at the set between eight and nine in the morning. And, um, depending on how many scenes I do in that day, I may not leave until 9 PM that night. Mm, Okay. Um, So go ahead. And so with um, my own content trades during non-expo weekends or weeks or whatever, um, Mm. we pretty much can take our time. So we'll be in contact for a few weeks beforehand to decide what exactly we're going to do and, you know, how it's all going to go. And we Mm. have, you know, all the time to just sit and chat and do whatever. (laughs) It's fun. Mm, It's easy going, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, during expos, everything is super quick. So I always, um, I always allot about two to three hours per scene. Um, and when they get mm-hmm. there, I'm totally ready. We've talked about what we're going to do beforehand and we just kind of set up the lights and start, start doing it. <laughs> yeah. Because be it, because you want to be finished within a certain time so that you can be prepared for the next shoot. Yeah, the next shoot or going to the expo or whatever whatever it is that comes mm-hmm. next. You've got to always yeah. be on time. And so when you go to the expo, are you uh, you you basically you you actually correct? Am I correct? I do what? Oh, the booths? Yeah. The yes. booths, yeah. Yeah, I don't have my own booth, but I sit with a bunch of different booths and Okay. You know, so so how- signing with them. Which is 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 huge as an honor. Um, how did you land that? Because like you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I know a lot of females always wondered how do I get the opportunity to be on a booth? You know, too. Um yeah. You uh that's really hard to answer. <laughs> so for me personally, um I usually am sponsored by my free cams. Because mm-hmm. I, I use that website, um, you know, between expos and throughout the year. And mm-hmm. um, you just have to be an active model on that site. And they will, you have to fly yourself there, but they'll sponsor you for the actual expo. And mm-hmm. so I will cam in their booth. Um, because I'm a Chatterbait model, I also cam in their booth. Mm-hmm. And um, they're... So, they're so- so I'm, just, is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Pretty, I'm sorry. That's okay. Chatterbait yeah. is pretty easy. Um, you just go up and ask them, you know, can I cam in your booth? And they usually will say yes. Um, <laughs> it's cool. You just have to kind of sign a, a little waiver or whatever. <laughs> and I think oh, you yeah, have okay. to on their side already, but it's easy to mm-hmm. sign up. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Because, like, I know, like, with Clips for Sale, if you have a store, you they have a raffle where if you win, you can get on there, you know, sit at their booth. Do the campsites offer that or it's just you ask them and then I guess they choose who? Um. So with my free cams, I know it's basically first come, first serve. So as long as you're an active model and you ask them soon enough, I guess, um, they uh, can get you on the list. With Chatterbait, you have to have a certain number of followers. Okay. Okay. Um, okay I get what you're saying. Yeah, for them for them to be able to do it. Um, 
that's those are the only two um i also signed with um oh man she's gonna kill me but i can't remember the name of her booth now <laughs> with yeah. exotic oh boob tube it was boob tube with exotica tv i i also okay. was with her and then um full-size fashionista i signed with them too mm. sat at their booth oh. for a while yeah so does score ever have a booth in exotica no, not that, I know of. not that I know of. I think they used to, but they haven't mm. in a very long time. Mm. Okay, most definitely. So the thing of it is, is you have you are a professional. It's hands down points. Okay. Now <laughs> the thing about it is a lot of people don't really understand or realize the difference between what is a professional shoot and an amateur shoot. So because you've been in this business 10 years, one, please elaborate the differences. Um, I mean, a lot of times it's, it's also in, you know, it's in the presentation, I guess. So okay. of course, uh, a professional shoot will be in a studio um, or on, on location in some you know, penthouse or mansion somewhere. And, um, you know, you'll have a full crew. You have your uh, makeup artist, your producer and director, photographer. You have all, all, all that um, for professional shoots. Okay. Um, and you get paid for this. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. For the amateur stuff, you basically have to do everything on your, on your own. Um, okay unless you've hired a photographer or a videographer to come and do all that, but basically you're doing everything yourself. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you set up your own cameras, your own lights, everything is usually done in a hotel or an Airbnb mm -hmm. type mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. And then you edit your own stuff and post your own stuff. Now, the question I got to ask you is because some people might argue and say, well, I shot an Airbnb, but I felt that I did a professional shoot. Does does the location constitute as a professional shoot, or what constitute as a professional shoot? I mean, okay. I mean, because like, you um, yeah, I get what you're saying. So, um, a professional company can can get an Airbnb. Like, they can shoot anywhere. It doesn't really matter where it is. I mean, mm -hmm. they can they can shoot you, you know, behind a shack, and it's still a professional shoot. <laughs> okay, just because, yeah, just because it's, um, you know, the company, it's you're doing it basically the look. For the company. Basically, it's the so, look. Um, yeah, it could be the look. I mean, I'm not saying that you know amateur stuff is is looks bad because mm -hmm. it, it can look really good too but yeah mm -hmm. they professional companies will have the highest end equipment mm -hmm. and it just it looks excellent and um uh <coughs> professional companies in my opinion this is only my opinion i don't know how other people feel um i feel that the talent is not the same as the producer or the director and I understand okay. that some, yeah, some companies, you know, the the owner of the company is also the talent. The, the talent, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, 
I don't know. I don't exactly consider that professional, but I don't consider it amateur either. Kind of in between. I get what you're saying. It's, so it's what, we call back, what we might call back in the day. I know you heard the term pro am. Yeah, yeah. You're amateur, you shoot to like a pro level per se. You know, period. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they might they might be shooting with excellent equipment, but it's still not, you know, super professional. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. The reason why I say because as the years grew on, that line got blurred. You know where I'm coming from? Because oh, it was sure, a yeah. it was a line where it was amateur porn that you had, you know, porn, professional porn. Mm-hmm. And even though you might have shot in a studio, it was if your company wasn't AVN certified per se, you wasn't looked at as a top company. Do you think that has changed now or it's still somewhat the same? Um, no, I definitely think that's changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, any company can just come out of the the woodwork and, and start building on their own image and you know they can maybe not easily or quickly but they can definitely move up into the professional realm so mm-hmm. now i'm about to ask you a question don't uh-huh. ask nobody because you've done okay. this 10 years baby girl you did this 10 years i mean successful at it okay how do ladies land pro company shoots pay gigs go um the best way that i tell everybody there are two good ways you can do that either hit up a bunch of modeling agencies um the adult modeling agencies and try to sign with one of them Mm. or um find the website that you really want to shoot with and somewhere around there there will be some kind of contact link or Mm -hmm. something that says model with us or become a model or something like that and mm-hmm. definitely, you know, you can fill out that form and they'll they'll reach out to you. Now, how do ladies do their rates? Because because see, the thing about it is 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 that it's that that double edged sword of knowing my worth and knowing my experience. So how do you tell ladies, look, this is how you need to what you accept, what your rate is for this, 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 this. You get where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, I would tell them to not really ask around, but like research the typical rates that, that ladies are getting and then um, decide based on that. You don't want to, you don't want to overcharge and then nobody shoot with you, but you don't want to undercharge and not really get paid your worth. So I would definitely, mm-hmm suggest them, you know, research what the going rate is, maybe even ask a few models. Um, But sometimes the um, company will just be like, I need this in this scene and I'll, I'll pay you this for it. And you have to either, you know, Mm -hmm. agree or be like, Nope. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. so now I'm about to ask the question. The elephant in the room question that no pro class has ever ever asked any female. Okay. Is there there's always been what I call the myth. And I heard girls talk about it, I heard producers say it. But I want to hear the truth. Is there such thing as bulk rate? 
As as what? Bulk rate. Bulk rate? Yes, where they pay you for a certain amount for a certain amount of seconds. Yeah, yeah. That's what usually happens. Okay, so, now, um, if yeah, I if I go shoot, yeah, if I go shoot professionally, so they're flying I don't live anywhere where they're shooting professional porn. Um, so somebody's either flying me to Miami, to New York, to Vegas, or to LA. And if a company flies you out there, they're not just going to, you know, pay you for one scene. They're going to, we're going to do multiple scenes. Mm -hmm. So you would get a bulk rate and they would get, you know, multiple scenes. Okay. Most definitely. So, um, for the most part, because I think a lot of big companies, do that so they can get a lot of scenes with the ladies or what have you yes um and and it was funny because it's like females don't understand that companies do that <laughs> oh, okay. you know, you know and, and, because my, my thing is is to give knowledge so people can understand when you walk into this business you need to take this to account and a lot of times yeah. because that that misconception I have this thought of what it's supposed to be. Because you know how many times you done heard a girl saying, say, this is where I'm supposed to get paid. No, boo. They ain't what they're going to pay you. Right. You know, period. And how much it was like when you when you came into the business, did you what they were going to pay you versus what you want to get paid? Um, I did not, actually. I had no idea. Um. I came into the industry very blind. I had no clue what to expect or what was expected of me. Um, the The first company I shot for professionally was Score, and they just found me on the internet and emailed me one day, and I had no idea what to expect. And so mm-hmm. when they when they offered me, you know, a certain amount for it was I think three solo scenes for one day, mm-hmm. um, I was like. That was a lot of money. I'd never made that much money in one day. And so I was like, yes. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it, the thing of it is, they pay you well for the bulk rate. Don't get it twisted. Right. The girls can understand that. But yeah, it might not be if you break it down per scene. Exactly. Yeah. It's not going to be an wait, individual wait. rate. Yeah. 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 You know, period. Um, because if they do that, nine out of 10 is during convention time. Because they shoot multiple girls, you mm-hmm. know. Period. Um, like I know that Plumper Pass. I heard that they have done it. I know that Score have done it because I had talked to uh, what's her name, Tasani, when she was running Score. I don't know if she's still there anymore. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. See. Yeah. See. Like I used to try to see girls to Score. Yeah, I, I had the phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Bless the baby doll and all that. I had all those contacts. So. Mm-hmm. Because people don't realize it's like, uh, even with these companies, how important is knowing what type female that company is looking for? Is oh, that's, when, yeah, know, that's, a, that's extremely important. You can't, like, I can't be a BBW and, you know, ask one of the mainstream companies to shoot with them. Because even though there is some crossover, it's just not likely to happen. So you have to know what that company is looking for. Yeah, because a lot of times they don't realize that these companies run by stubborn old men who don't, <laughs> they, I mean, no, seriously, because you can testify to this. Hollywood never <laughs> believed in the BBWs. Mm-hmm. They never really pushed them. They never put them out there. 
And even but, when some of the mainstream companies, and I'm not talking about Rotten anymore. I'm not saying Rotten anymore. Let's make this clear. We're talking <laughs> about the grandfathers. We're talking about Hustler. Hustler did try to do one. But it mm-hmm. was a typical shit, lost in the shuffle, BBW, nurse genre, you know, type right. Movie. But was it really BBW or was it just like thicker, curvy girls that aren't really BBW? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it was a woman, the hottest girls at the time. If you want to be Mm -hmm. honest, you know, (laughs) and it's like they didn't put the energy into promoting. They didn't even put the girls in the magazine. So, so with that being said, it's like when ladies look at these companies, they have to pay attention to that because not every company is willing to shift because these are guys, you're talking about guys been making millions of dollars for years and you asking them to say, well, now, um, excuse my language because this is what they're thinking, people, honestly. <laughs> I don't need to shoot no fat bitch. We've been making millions of dollars shooting what we've been shooting. Right. And that's how they think. Honestly. Yep, yep, yep. You know, period. So, and also, I mean, if you think about it, because of what they have been shooting, that's their fan base. That's what their yeah. fan base likes. And if you throw a BBW in there, like it's going to be like, whoa, wait a minute, what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Huge yeah. curveball. Yeah. Now, here's the other question shooting with a doing content trade with a male talent that don't shoot with BBWs. Yeah, that's good idea, bad idea. <laughs> good idea, bad idea. Um, Wow, it can go both ways. It definitely can go both ways. Um, I mean, I I will do it. I shoot with with male talent that doesn't necessarily work with BBWs, but mm-hmm. um, and my I mean, my content sells boy girl no matter who it is, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know how how their side sells mm-hmm. when they usually don't shoot with BBW. Then they try to sell something BBW. I I haven't really ask them <laughs> how that mm-hmm. goes yeah because um like with my theory is that it is hard to sell out of their fan base because they don't cater to that mm-hmm. and people don't realize how true, much yeah. yeah they don't realize how much fan bases could be very niche to that point you know right. where i'm coming from you know yes. period yes yeah you know, like for example, uh, with you, like I said, you do interracial, um, uh-huh. but you shoot with any race, pretty much. Yeah, am I correct. I do. Okay. Yes. So, which race male talent gives you better sales? Better sales? Ooh, that's a tough question. <laughs> I asked it really the is. Um. Or get the most reaction. Really hard. Um, I will probably say that I do sell more interracial than anything, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, there are other fetishes. So I've shot mm-hmm. with um, white guys, and particularly J. Crew. Mm-hmm, and yeah. um, because he's older, that one sold a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, and I've shot with like a really skinny white guy and then a really built white guy and like those <laughs> things. If it's like your average looking white guy, I don't think that's going to sell. <laughs> but yeah, 
if it's, <coughs> if it's something totally strange, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. that seems to really, really do it. Yeah, because we shoot, we, which I know you probably do the same, you envision what you want that scene to be, the tight male time you want to be a part of, you know, right. period. And, and it's like also the other balance that people got to understand is trying to stay on brand with your brand. So speak to that when you decide on shooting with male times, because you shoot with professional male times. You really don't do amateur too tough. Right. Picking your brand. Because I didn't heard girls say, well, he's not my brand. He's not what my, he don't fit my brand. You get where I'm coming from? Yeah, I understand that. Um, I guess for me, I would probably not work with somebody who um, does like a lot of bondage because that I have zero bondage in any of my stuff. So that would not go well with my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much everything else, everything else I'm, I'm okay with. Um, but it's the, the really heavy bondage stuff for me. But yeah, you definitely want to <laughs> that stay... Time. Yeah, you definitely want to stay within your brand because then you just throw people off. They'd be like, what? <laughs> what? Wait a second. She ain't never, she ain't never been picked on. <laughs> yes. What's she doing with this boy? Uh-huh. Because like, yeah, because you can lose your fan. You might fans but you might lose fans you feel um, me I don't, so, I don't know if you would lose i don't know if i would lose fans but you know that particular video may not sell well so you know it no, may I mean, not be not, not, stepping out not that not based on that video i'm talking about um oh, like if you change uh, completely yeah it, it, because i hear girls a lot of times say you know my fan base they, they don't lose that but should you yeah. be afraid of losing a fan base when it might be something that might could gain you more? Right. Yeah. It's it's the unknown. I'm I'm very afraid of the unknown. I've been trying to get into the financial domination side, and I have a couple of videos, but I'm scared to post them because I don't do any of that. I'm in most of my videos. I'm more of the submissive, mm-hmm. and so being a financial dominatrix type it might throw people mm-hmm. off and i just don't know if i can pull it off nah, nah. i'm gonna tell you how you do it i'm gonna give you a tip put out one right just one, <laughs> just one. no because i would dead set against doing solos understand this i i cannot see a man making money off of solos right Ooh, not yeah. solely not solely make this clear i don't give a fuck he used toys not so <laughs> Because we have the gay fan base, and they want to see us fuck you girls. They don't want to see us jerk yeah. off too tough. Uh huh. I put one up, and it's cold. So I said, okay, somebody want to see me do it. You feel <laughs> me? And then I also looked at the views. So it's kind of like I tell people, you just don't jump in the pool, you just dip your toe in. Yeah. You know? Yes. Some people just go off the deep end and that would throw off your fan base. Because mm-hmm. then when you you throw them five videos like that, they're like, whoa, what is this? Because they use you seeing you like this. But it's training. This is what I want you to speak to because you're 10 years in the business. Speak to training your fan base. 
Um, well, I've never heard that phrase, but it does make a lot of sense. So, and a lot of times I feel like they're training me as well because, you know, mm -hmm. I make videos. If those videos don't sell, they have trained me to know that they don't like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, also, you know, maybe, maybe we do train each other a little bit because then I'm, I'm showing them like, this is the kind of stuff I, I do. If you want to stick around and see me, this is what we're going to do here. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think, we have the power to control the narrative. That's something that the fans don't have over us. You know, yeah. period. I always believe that because at the end of the day, they can only see what we allow them to see. True. Know? So it's like, like I said with you, even on your side, even though outside of studio shoots, you do, in my opinion, shoot at a professional level for your own. You feel what I'm coming from? Uh -huh. And it's not that you may not do it like the studios, but you do what I mean by professional is you stick with the brand that was set forth when you went and shot with score. How important was it for you to stay at that level? Um, I decided that I, yeah, I needed to stay at that level. I don't, I don't know. For me, once I once I shot pro, I didn't want to go back to a different type. I wanted to keep it at that level so that it was very consistent and people knew what to expect. Yeah. It's like getting good dick once you got it. Damn it. You're spoiled. Because people don't realize when you if when fans see you for the first time and they see you just hypothetically speaking to any female, they see you on plumper pads. Then they go to your OnlyFans or your mini vids and they see not the same level. You basically killed the fantasy. Speak to that. Um, what do you mean? Like if, if they don't see the same level on the other content? Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, once they, the, I think professionally, the, um, okay, so your fans are going to see your professional work first. That's just how it's always going to be. They, they aren't likely going to see your, um, you know, other content first. They're mm -hmm. going to see your professional mm -hmm. work. And yeah, if your other content doesn't, meet those standards it they may not you know sign up for your mini vids mm -hmm. or only fans or whatever it may be yeah because people don't realize it's about it's like pro wrestling back in the day it's kayfabe we have to wear the mask 24 7 especially online right um, because even if you have cell phone videos if you were shot for a major company you better have some professional looking shit somewhere on your site. If not, you're gonna lose your fans. <laughs> and that's yes. real. Because yeah, it, and it, it, people and it's okay. It's okay to do some amateurish stuff. Like I do have some amateur looking videos, but it's that way on purpose. Mm -hmm. Most of the stuff will be more professional, but um, like if I if I do like a little clip with just me and my husband, since he's not in the industry. That mm -hmm. I will make look a little more amateurish on purpose. Mm -hmm. 
Ooh. Just to drive traffic, I guess. <laughs> so I get, so he gets to look at your videos, be like, "Yeah, look at yeah, that's my woman right there. Look at what she's doing to daddy. Yeah, See, that's yeah. why I married you, girl. That's why I married you, girl. <laughs> no, you yeah. cook, you can cook in the kitchen, you can cook in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, but 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 I mean, but how cool is that that to be able to film with your significant other? You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, that I, I, to me, I can sit there and say that's a wonderful thing. You know, because I feel with mine from time to time. And it feels good to have that support, too. I ain't going to front. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, hey, baby, look, just let me do this real quick for Snapchat. Okay, baby. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we just did that the other other night. I was like, here, take a couple pictures of me. And he's like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) He could be in the middle watching the game. Yeah, I want to do some Snapchat. Game off. Okay, baby, let's get Yeah, he paused the TV and he took like five shots and I was like, cool, thanks. And he just turned it on. I was like, all right. (laughs) People, that's the life. It's so normal for us. Yeah. 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 So, now, of course, I, we're not going to get deep into, I know people probably, we're not going to get to the deep into the OnlyFans bullshit and all that crap, <laughs> but, but what I'm going to talk about real quick is what sites are great for sex workers to go to? You know? Oh, there are, yeah, there are so many. Um, so, if they, you know, OnlyFans is a good one. If they want a platform like OnlyFans, there's also Loyal Fans, Just for Fans, um, Foxy is one, Yeet mm. Fans is another one. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so many. And then you also have Many Vids and AVN Stars is also another one. Uh, mm. Fan Centro. There's so many. There's yeah. so many. And your fans will follow you. You know, the fans follow the performer. They don't follow the platform. So, oh no, and see, and see, the other part of it is, it's form does present its own traffic to a certain extent. Some of them really do, for the most part. Others, you oh, yeah, got to sure. drive traffic to it. You yes, know, like, and that's um, why people had such a that's why people had such a hard time with OnlyFans because they don't have a search option. But yes. with with the other ones, they do, and they have a homepage that they post a lot of their models on all the time. So yeah. it works out. <laughs> yeah, because if you want to be honest, like if you want to be honest, the the, the God, the, the I call them the the Godfathers of the porn of the content creator, porn content mm-hmm. creator era. Silver Charms, Rude dot com, and Clips for Sale. Them the three that I knew about. Yeah, um, Southern Charms and Clips for Sale were my first two. Southern Charms was my first one. That's where Score found me. Yeah. How long it took you to get your first sale? On Southern Charms? Oh, um, uh, so it, it doesn't take long for me to get a sale. It's usually within 24 hours of the post being approved. <laughs> See, I would tell you what funny. When I was handling girl sites, I used to be sick because... It took me six months to get my first sale, a year to get my first check, right? Wow. But every but every girl that I worked with, they got their shit in the first month. It was a nice one. And I was sitting there like, yeah. damn it. Yeah. Man, <laughs> we get no love in this damn business. Yeah, I'm not like super top tier, so I don't make like 
thousands upon thousands a month. I, I definitely do not make that much, but I do, I do make sales. I do make sales. And that's really, but no, but see, but see, here's the kicker though. You have more bullets in the gun because you have multiple sites. So mm-hmm. you can't see and tell me that you get a deposit from somewhere and you forgot that you was you had that site. Um, I do. I did on one of them. <laughs> I looked at because I haven't uploaded on that site for a few months, and I looked at my bank statement the other day. I was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> and then when you go there, said. Well, maybe I'm going to tweet this more often. Don't yeah, you I'm, like, I'm like, oh, damn, I need to update this. My, like, last video is months old. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the little lessons that we get that show that this is a marathon. Because mm-hmm. you'll sit there and forget that you had that. You you set it up, put a couple up there, thinking, exactly. you know, let me see what happened. Yes. And shit happened for about two, three, four months. The next thing you know, you get an email, sale, what? Four sales? What? what the, I got a check? What? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I need to tweet that more. Yeah, I, I need to tweet that more. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But see, that's part of also the consistency, uh, being consistent. Speak to being consistent in this business. Oh, yeah. You have to be. Um, <clears throat> so with me, during the school year, I'm pretty consistent because I have kids. So mm-hmm. when they're home for summer break, I, I can only do what I can do. And, you know, it, it gets pretty, um, my posting gets a little spotty. So I, mm-hmm. I do lose fans in the summertime because I can't post consistently, mm-hmm. but, um, they always come back and I always do great posting after school starts again, but you have to be mm-hmm. consistent. Otherwise, they just don't understand, you know, when are you coming back? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, with that, see, I'm glad you said that. Great segue. See, that's why I love having her as a smoke buddy. Because <laughs> she, she tastes it like a fish take the water. Speak to, and I know this for a fact myself, you didn't have to film as much as you did in these, in this day and age back in the day. Speak to that. Um, right. So when I first started, I didn't even really know what like content creation was. I would just make little clips and post on clips for sale or take some pictures and a little video for Southern Charms. Um, and now it's like full scenes and behind the scenes and like all this other stuff. We we have to do so much now to keep up with everything. Yeah. The girls was making a good living off of pictures alone. Oh, yeah. And then little one minute pictures. Videos. Oh, yes. Yeah. For sure. Shit. People used to eat off of what was it? Uh, what was that damn model site back in the day? God dang it. Uh, <laughs> it was my, everybody used to post on it. I can't think the name of that model site. Model, model Man. Yeah. yeah. Model people ate off of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's and, that's and, where I that's where I got photographers from before my first professional shoot was Model Mayhem. Yeah, and then and then the other part of it was it had no video. It was just nude pictures. They can see titty and coochie. Yep. <laughs> now <laughs> you got to do a video, y'all. Some of y'all got to do a video, masturbate in a McDonald's drive-through. <laughs> I know. 
But see, that's you part gotta, of the reason. You got to do the whole video. You got to do like leading up to the masturbation, and then like all the way through it. You can't just be like, "Here's thirty seconds of me masturbating in the drive-thru." You can't do that anymore. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Because, because, like I said, because um, the game got so saturated, and normal, and, and trying to be normalized as far as for people to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, because they still got a long way to go for normalizing for people being in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the thing that I, I ask is this. Um, one of the things that I wanted to say that I heard, I heard about Just for Fans. I think that's the name of, of the, the company that's owned by sex workers, right? I think so, yeah. What I love about that is sex workers making a platform to help other creators. Yeah. To me, I think it's missing in the game, whether it's OnlyFans, if it's, I do not care, is that they're not ran by sex workers or have sex workers input when it comes to the platform. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think it makes it a was- huge difference. Yeah. Speak to it. Yeah, because, you know, if you are a sex worker running a site for sex workers, you know exactly, you know exactly what you wanted as a sex worker posting on all these sites. And you can just make a site that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. See, that's a beautiful thing. So tell everybody where they can find you, mama. Um, I am everywhere. So the best place to find all my links is danicasboobs.com. Mm. And you will find all of my links right there. See? And it's one link. That easy. See? Yep, that, that easy. easy. <laughs> and you will find everything out there. So <laughs> and so, follow me on that. Follow me on that site too, just in case I get kicked off of other things. You can always find me there and it, it's constantly updated. So yeah. And see, I want to teach people. It's a purpose to everything that you do in this business because mm-hmm. you got to think ahead of those platforms. Yeah. That's why we're business yeah. owners. Yep. Say no more. So, with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thanks for coming, <laughs> Mama. Sure. Thanks for having me. No doubt.